Aging Matters on WERA is brought to you in part by Synergy Home Care. Synergy Home Care provides premier in-home care for you or your loved one throughout Northern Virginia, including personal care, homemaker services, companion and memory care, and transportation. Call 703-558-3435 or visit SynergyHomeCare.com for more information. Synergy Home Care will find a care solution to meet your needs. Good afternoon and welcome to Aging Matters on Arlington Independent Media's community radio station, WERALP Arlington, 96.7 FM. I'm Cheryl Beversdorf, your host. Medicare is our country's government health insurance program for people over age 65. Medicare beneficiaries receive insurance coverage for hospital and medical services and approved prescription drugs. The Virginia Insurance Counseling and Assistance Program, also known as VICAP, provides insurance counseling to Medicare beneficiaries, their families, friends, and caregivers. Today, my guest is VICAP Coordinator Michelle Thomas and Medicare Counselor John Glowacki. Michelle and John will provide information about the Medicare program, including 2021 updates and why the Medicare open enrollment season, which is going on right now, is so important. They'll also tell us about VICAP services and how counselors can help beneficiaries with Medicare-related issues. So welcome, Michelle and John, and thank you both for joining me today. Thank you. Good morning. Happy to be here. Good morning. Okay, well, so let's get started with some basic information. This is how I like to start my interviews. So, Michelle, we'll start with you. Explain to us exactly what is the Virginia Insurance Counseling and Assistance Program, also known as VICAP, where is it located, and everything we you want us to know. Thank you. I'd be happy to. Arlington County's Virginia Insurance Counseling and Assistance Program, also known as VICAP, is Virginia's State Health Insurance Program, or SHIP. The VICAP program provides free, unbiased, and confidential Medicare counseling to Arlington County residents, their family members, friends, neighbors, and care partners. And we help people navigate through and understand the four parts of Medicare. Medicare Part A, B, C, and D, for prescription drug coverage, with the overarching goal of educating, advocating, counseling, and empowering people to make informed healthcare choices or decisions. We additionally offer guidance and assist people with filing appeals, knowing their rights, and applying for assistance programs to help lower their cost of prescription drugs or point them in the direction towards programs that assist with covering a portion of the cost of services that Medicare does not cover, like hearing aids, eyeglasses, and dental work. VICAP is an independent program. We're funded by federal agencies. It's not affiliated with any insurance industry. And although our offices are located at 2100 Washington Boulevard in Arlington County on the fourth floor, 
Due to COVID-19, we are providing assistance from a distance, which means that in essence, we're counseling by phone and through telehealth. If individuals have questions, they're more than welcome to give us a call at 703-228-1725. And I believe, Michelle, as long as you've already given the phone number, and that's great, is there a website address that people can jot down right away? And I know you'll be saying it again later in the show. Absolutely. So if they Google Arlington County VICAP or go to aging-disability.arlingtonva.us backslash programs backslash VICAP, then they'll be able to connect with us through our website that way. Okay. So, John, I, I heard Michelle mention the word SHIP, which I think is an acronym. I'm pretty sure that is. Um, so explain to us, how is VICAP tied to the federal state health insurance program, which is SHIP? And are these so-called SHIP services the same in all, all states? Uh, good morning, and thanks for having us. Um, yeah, good question. So the VICAP program is part of the federal program, as Michelle had mentioned. Um, the state health insurance and assistance program, for some reason, the A has gotten chopped off there, but we call it shit. Um, and it is federally funded. So this is a federal program available to all Medicare beneficiaries in all states, Obviously, the Virginia is called VICAP, um, but it's meant to sort of put counselors like Michelle and I and our volunteers in front of clients. I mean, either on the phone now with COVID, we're doing phone and telehealth and whatnot. But the purpose is to, if you you know call Medicare, can't get your answer, you still have more questions, that kind of thing to sort of put people right in front of you, more local experience. Um, but the, the question we get a lot is, oh, I have a friend that lives in, you know, a part of the country. And the answer is, you know, is, the, is the service available to them? Yes, every state has a different program. Um, if you go to medicare.gov, um, you could look it up and there's a full list. And um, usually tied to, um, sort of like ours is based in the Richmond area. So, uh, but every state has their own activity, but it's available to anyone around the country uh, that's on Medicare. So Michelle, you mentioned a little bit about Medicare already, but uh, the different parts, but let's just step back for a moment. What is Medicare? I talked a little bit about it in my intro and explain kind of an overview, because I think John is going to give us more details about the various parts that you also talked about. And more importantly, who qualifies for the program? Yes. Thank you so much, Cheryl, for asking that question. Medicare is a federal government health insurance program that helps millions of seniors age 65 and older and people with disabilities who are citizens or permanent residents of the United States pay for their health care. It's available to individuals regardless of income, the state of their health, or where someone may live nationwide. Um, Medicare beneficiaries may have received insurance benefits for a hospital, Medicare services, and approved prescription drug coverage, which John will expound upon. Current and past health diagnoses do not bar anyone from Medicare coverage, 
and beginning in 2021, individuals who are diagnosed with end-of-stage renal disease can now enroll in Medicare Advantage plans during the open enrollment period, which is now. It started October 15th, and it ends December 7th. All right. And John, explain those different parts, because I think that's where people really get a little confused. I, I understand, as uh, Michelle already talked about, the A, B, C, and D. And then after that, talk about these so-called Medigap policies. I think that's what lots of folks hear about, um, get advertisements for, especially now during the enrollment uh, period. So help us understand that these so-called Medigap policies are these different from supplemental plans. Kind of give us a tutorial about what we need to know. Yes, another great question. So, yeah, the, the parts of Medicare, you know, the letters, right? You feel like you're learning your ABCs again, right? Um, A, B, C, and D, they're sort of the four, four main components. Medicare Part A is your inpatient experience, your, your hospital inpatient experience. Um, it's important to stress on the word inpatient because a lot of people say, oh, you went to the emergency room, that was a hospital. And yet, you know, it didn't get paid for under Medicare Part A. Well, that's because you might not have been admitted. So just remember that you have to be considered admitted um, to Part A benefit. Um, the B benefit is your outpatient experience. So this is quite frankly more commonly used. Uh, anything like doctor's visits, lab, they used to call this major medical a long time ago. So think of it anything that doesn't require you to go inpatient. So that's your part B experience. And then part C is your Medicare Advantage. Um, so that's an interchangeable term and, and it's important to distinguish that because a lot of folks call our program and they're like, you know, oh, I got it for, for Medicare Advantage and part C. Well, guess what? That's the same thing. I wish they would call it one thing, but it is what it is. Um, and that's your, basically your choice to get your Medicare delivered through like a mesh care component, basically through a company. You, you would be choosing to choose with a company. You know, I don't watch a lot of daytime TV, but what I do, I see, especially this time of year, a ton of ads on TV and the radio um, about these offers. So um, it, it is a choice you have, but you are getting it, your Medicare benefit through a company, an insurance company, all the names we know. Um, and then D is easy enough. That's the drug benefit. And that um, came around, oh, probably 2006, 2007. And that adds a prescription drug insurance layer to your, to your Medicare benefit. Prior, prior to that benefit, there was no prescription drug coverage for the most part under Medicare. Very frustrating for a lot of folks. We're thrilled that we have the D, the Medicare Part D, um, as Michelle mentioned, is now is open enrollment, and we'll keep talking about this as a theme as we go, but it's uh, open enrollment, you know, October 15th through December 7th. Uh, people use this period of time to see, you know, what their drug you know, plan choices are for next year. Um, your needs might have changed. Your insurance plan might have changed the way they're covered drugs. So we, we really stress to use the period of time, this open season, to, to look for um, other Part D plans, one that may 
be a better fit for you financially and access to the drug that you need. Um, and then lastly, Medigap policies, these are uh, the same, they're this, again, interchangeable term, Medigap is equal to the supplemental plans. These are choices you have if you're in Medicare A and B and Medicare largely pays at 80%, I mean, roughly speaking. And these are, you buy them, you know, the insurance through a company, whatever, when you choose, and they supplement, they, they pay, they swing around and they pay what Medicare, uh, maybe that 20% Medicare doesn't pay. So they're very popular. Um, they often work out well for people because, you know, you don't want to prize bills in the mail if you have healthcare, you know, experience or, you know, go in the hospital or whatnot. So they're, they're um, they're an important component, and and again, you know, our program could point you in the direction of all the choices you have, and then I would point you to the Medicare.gov website. They also have a finder, um, the supplemental plan finder that gives you all in your area that are available to you. And I, it sounds like it's a good idea to really shop around and make sure that you know what's best for you, since there are so many opportunities out there. Would you agree, John? That's exactly the point. Um, you know, there, there's a ton, you know, some people say, well, I want more choice. And then you give people too much choice and then they're overwhelmed, right? So, but it's good that there is, there, there's lots of, of decisions being made when you, know, you first start Medicare. And Michelle and I do a lot of classes and a lot of uh, counseling when people are or new to the program because they're confused and they want to find their way through, but then meet that, you know, continue to meet that client throughout their Medicare experience to, you know, needs might've changed. So it is super important to look at all your choices. Uh, what we don't like to see, to be honest with you, is someone who did take advantage of the Medicare open enrollment period. Everything's just fine. I'll just, and then the beginning of the year, they go to use their benefit and, you know, D benefit or C benefit. And they find out that the plan, you know, they really didn't read what was com- the changes coming up with their plan. And then they might not have something covered that they need. It's too late at that point. We can't turn back time, you know, and say, well, we need to make a change. So regardless of whether, you know, a lot of folks say, well, I don't use one drug or do I care? Well, use the open enrollment period to, to look that drug up, it maybe takes a half hour of your time. Call our program. We'd love to help people and, uh, and see what your choices are. So, Michelle, where can people learn about Medicare basics, enrollment, or other information? You, you mentioned a little earlier about the VICAP website, and I think, John, I heard you say Medicare.gov. Is, is this the best place? Are there other places, um, especially as people are, A, thinking about being in this enrollment period, or we're going to talk a little bit about people who are just about eligible to be on Medicare. So it sounds like you two want people to learn as much as possible. So help us enlighten us, Michelle, about where they should look. Absolutely. So yes, one great way that people can learn about the Arlington County VICAP program is to visit our website at the aging-disability.arlingtonva.us website. And while we just wrapped up a virtual Medicare open enrollment class last week, we do have a new class scheduled 
for November 18th from 2 to 3.30. We're partnering with the Arlington Area Agency on Aging to discuss Medicare and caregiving. Individuals can RSVP by calling 703-228-1725 if they're interested in joining that class. But another way people can learn about BICAP is through Arlington County's 55 plus guide, which is published by Arlington County's Department of Parks and Recreation. Uh, sometimes individuals or beneficiaries get referred to us by calling 1-800-MEDICARE and talking with one of their agents. Um, John mentioned the medicare.gov website, which is a wonderful resource uh, that we point people to, but also people can uh, go there to glean information about the plans that they're looking to research or assess. And then other times we have people learn about us through our many community partners that we have great relationships with. Sometimes individuals are redirected to VICAP through community-based seminars or information sessions. Okay, so John, help us on this. I thought you mentioned it, but I wasn't sure. Is it important to enroll in Medicare before turning age 65? And if so, why? Yeah, so right. When When is the best time to do all this, right? So there, there are three ways onto Medicare, uh, three primary ways. One is they call age attained. So that's age 65. The second would be disability. If you're, you know, well under 65 or some somewhere under 65, you know, you, you get a, a, a Social Security SSDI benefit. And then two years after that, your Medicare will kick in. So we see people on a program that are in their 30s and 40s. I'm not 65. And then the other is um, end-stage renal disease, so or kidney failure or dialysis. So you need to start dialysis to get on Medicare. But for those, the most common way of getting on Medicare is, is the agent. People, you know, they've worked. You see that Medicare subtraction coming out of your paycheck, you know, all along the way. And now you're about 65 and you're ready to go. Well, you, you're what they call your IEP, your initial period starts three months prior to your birth month. By the way, your Medicare starts on the first day of the month you turn 65, not on your birthday. Um, so three months prior, month of, and three months later. So it's 313, which is seven month EP and wrong period. Um, how do you do it? Well, you got choice. Uh, you can call Social Security. I used to tell you that you can go to Social Security, but that's we can't say that anymore because of COVID. So, uh, or you can go online. Um, so, whatever you're comfortable with. If you feel like your your case might come dry, you could and have registered with with uh, Social Security. You could go on their website. There is a enroll Medicare button, and it's people tell me it works great. I'm not comfortable with that. I mean, some people just aren't. You could call Social Security. Um, wait times are probably a little longer because of COVID. They're not seeing people in the office, right? They're seeing it's mostly on the phone and, and via the web. Um, but to your point, I mean, start the, you know, start the process sooner than later. Um, it's a generous period of time, seven months. So, you, I mean, ideally, you should have that card in your hand your birth month, uh, if you do start three months prior, um, take advantage of it. So Michelle, let's talk a little bit. You've mentioned VICAP off and on now. Um, 
Talk us through what are the services that are provided by VICAP and equally as important, are there services that aren't provided by VICAP so people don't ask you for things you can't provide? Yes, thank you uh, so much for that question, Cheryl. Uh, So VICAP is part of a national network of programs. And again, we offer free unbiased confidential counseling and assistance for people with Medicare or who are on the cusp of enrolling in Medicare. We help to inform, empower, and educate people in understanding the landscape about the parts of Medicare that were just mentioned to include Medicare Advantage plans, Medigap policies, and long-term care insurance. We also help to identify and connect individuals with programs that reduce their Medicare costs. We have certified Medicare counselors on our team that have to go through an extensive certification process. And we always strive to help individuals make informed decisions about their healthcare coverage. Now, yes, there are um, certain things that are not covered by Medicare, which I will get into in a few minutes, but I just want people to know that we are not insurance brokers and therefore we do not sell insurance. When it comes to Medicare and original Medicare, especially most dental care is not covered under original Medicare. There are some Medicare Advantage plans, they may offer some limited benefits. It just all depends. And we advise people to please do the research, contact the plan, get more information to find out specifically how much dental coverage they may offer. Again, and as it alludes to vision, I mean, most uh, Medicare plans do not cover vision services. They may offer preventative services, it just all depends. But going back to some of the Medicare Advantage plans, they may offer limited vision coverage or services. But but again, it's important for folks to ask and get more information. Um, Original Medicare does not cover hearings, hearing screenings, hearing tests, hearing exams, and things of that nature as well. And then when it comes to home health care. Original Medicare covers certain in-home health care plans, but it's not all-inclusive and it has to be approved by a physician. So it's just really important for people to contact the plans that they're looking at, especially when it comes to Medicare Advantage plans, and look at alternative options if they need things like in-home care or skilled nursing care Um, because things, uh, insurance like Medicaid would help to cover those things. And so uh, were you also going to talk about the services that VICAP provides and the services that VICAP does not provide? Can you talk about that too? Yes, yes. So when it comes to counseling, uh, our, our team of certified Medicare counselors provides services to the community uh, to counsel them around Medicare. Medicare Part D prescription drug coverage, Medicare Advantage plans, the Medigap policies we talked about, and also long-term care insurance. Okay, and, and but and you were making it clear that the services that you you don't provide do not provide. Yes, you're not a a, a broker. You're not an insurance broker. Okay. Yes, that's okay. correct. That's okay. correct. So. John, maybe we're going to be taking a break shortly, but maybe you can just go through quickly and talk about 
how the counselors then help the Medicare beneficiaries or family navigate Medicare. What what is, what is the process for seeing a counselor, especially now during COVID? Yeah, right. So here's this great service. How do you how do you get to us? Right. So yes. Um. Yeah. So you know we we have an intake line. Uh. That's seven zero three two two eight one seven two five. And, you know, we do, Michelle and I and our volunteers work at a team environment. So, um, you know, what happens is you, you, if you're listening to your broadcast and say, oh, well, that would be interesting to me. And you'd call that number and leave a message, uh, as much information as you're comfortable with. Um, and then one of us will call you back. So the phone call gets assigned out. It may be Michelle, it may be I, it may be one of our volunteers. Um, just to, to bring everyone on the, you know, up to speed in terms of how our training works, you know, Michelle and I and our volunteers all have to be certified. And then Michelle mentioned that earlier. Um, we are certified by Medicare, by CMS. So the idea is that we're at the same level, all of us at the VICAP program are at the same level as any you would talk to at, at Medicare. So that's an annual process we go through. Um, it's kind of intimidating, quite frankly, because there's a ton of questions, but we have to have an 80% or greater, uh, and then we need to know our stuff. So, yeah, call our program, 703-281-725. One of us will call you back. Um, and then, you know, if, if need be, we could maybe address the question on the phone there. And then if you feel like it's a good time or you need a deep, you know, dive, uh, we could schedule an appointment with you. We, we again mentioned, Michelle mentioned that we do telehealth. That's new to us this year. Uh, if that's your preference, we could do a phone call, whatever whatever works best for you. Uh, obviously, we're not taking appointments face-to-face, but you know, I feel like we've really been able to meet the demand of, of clients with uh, either telehealth or phone calls. So that's the best way to do it. Okay. Well, we're going to take a short break right now for an important message. We are talking with VICAP coordinator, Michelle Thomas, and Medicare counselor, John Glowacki. And you are listening to WERALP Arlington, 96.7 FM. We'll be right back. Aging Matters is brought to you in part by Kathy Corridan, Senior Real Estate Specialist. Kathy is a realtor with KW Metro Center in Alexandria and works with seniors in Alexandria, Arlington, and D.C. to make selling their home and moving less stressful and more successful. More information is available at 703-971-7237 or C-C-A-T-K-W at gmail.com. Welcome back. We are talking with VICAP coordinator Michelle Thomas and Medicare counselor John Glowacki about Medicare and everything you want to know. So we want to get back into more information about VICAP and, and some other uh, issues that you need to know about. Michelle, before the break, John was talking about VICAP services. I just wanted to make sure that our listeners knew, is is there a fee for VICAP services? There is not. Thank you, Cheryl, for the question. We are grant funded, so that makes our services free. And individuals who contact our program are provided with information, resources, and guidance 
from the certified Medicare counselors on our team. Our services consist of providing individuals with information about the steps needed to enroll in Medicare. We talk about Medicare coverage and also offer support and guidance with filing appeals. Um, our team provides confidential and unbiased counseling remotely due to COVID-19, and so we're offering support by phone and through telehealth, and appointments can be made by calling 703-228-1725. Okay. So, John, help us. We're almost finished with the year 2020, and what's new with Medicare in the upcoming year, and where can beneficiaries learn more about these new actions, maybe, and even read up a little bit before they contact um, you or or some of your uh, other counselors at VICAP? Mm-hmm. Right. What's new? Um, question. So, I mean, keep in mind, Medicare came around in like 1966, right? So, long time ago, um, they always changing as any program would. I mean, there's always improvements and, and changes. So uh, we're, Michelle and I and our team, you know, we keep up on these things. That's We, we love to read about what's new. Um, for for your clients and, and the folks on the uh, listening, you know, Medicare has put out a document every year. It's called Medicare and You. Every, they put annually. The 2021 issue is available um, you can go to medicare.gov. There's a PDF if you're not into paper. A lot of people want to, to, to just read it electronically. Uh, and there is a what's new section. So it's you know, kind of highlights. Um, and, and then if you you could also have one mailed to you, you know, 20, a Medicare U. We have them in our office. Uh, we have supply. Call our office. And we'd be more than happy one. If you're not using, you know, Medicare, if you're in the Medicare program, they send you one uh, just kind of automatically. Uh, you can also call Medicare and get one. Um, but yeah, they, what's sort of a highlight? What's new? I, we have a limited period of time. Um, lots of changes with Medicare Part C, the Medicare Advantage. Um, so there are a lot of discussion right now, and again, these ads you see on TV are centered around what they call a Medicare Part C supplemental services, not just because of Medigap, but these additional services like uh, vision, dental, and hearing, and maybe food delivery, maybe transportation. Um, it's, it's something that we're seeing more uh, in terms of items that get you in the door as a customer, as the insurance companies are of things offering these benefits uh, just know that all of those services you're, you're dealing with a managed care company so they all have to be approved in some way right you can't just pick up the phone and say well i'm ready for my now you know um you have to go through a process with the insurance company they call these care managers case managers or whatever word you want to use and ultimately get get uh approved you know get in line for these things but we're, we're seeing that um, you know, what, what's interesting, there are costs with Medicare. We'll talk about that. Um, the, in December, uh, rates will be coming out. So we're kind of waiting with bated breath in terms of what those costs are going to be. They typically don't go up by more than like one or two percent. So we're kind of waiting for that. But I would say go to medicare.gov and read you 2021. Okay. And you both have mentioned now several times, but let's just zero in on the so-called 
Medicare open enrollment season. Uh, Michelle, talk about any particular reason why it started, the dates became October 15th to December 7th. And and what, what do you hope people uh, and Medicare beneficiaries do during this time? Why is that that important this time? Thank you, Cheryl. Uh, the Medicare open enrollment period, again, is, is annually. It's between October 15th and December 7th. And if people decide they want to make a change to their health coverage during that time, the plans change will be effective January 1 of the following year. It's a great time for Medicare beneficiaries to assess their health coverage. Cost change, Plans change. Sometimes doctors jump out of network. And so if individuals are not reading what's called their annual notice of change or ANOC, if they're not connecting with our program or doing some research, they may not find out about those plans changing until January of the following year, but then it's too late. Um, So we strive really hard to empower and educate people on how they can navigate through the Medicare plan finder, how they can sort through that website to understand what the plan details are for the plan that they currently have, or, you know, if they want to make an assessment and look at something different to maybe lower their prescription drug costs or something of that nature. Um, I know this year so far, I have met with several beneficiaries, but I do want to highlight that one of the Medicare beneficiaries that I worked with um, received a prescription from her physician and the price tag of that drug was like $3,000 for a prescription that helped with her cancer diagnosis. Um, There were no Part D plans that we could find in the Medicare plan finder to cover that drug. And so we ended up working through a patient assistance program to help her um, absorb the cost. And because one of the the patient assistance programs offered her a grant for a 12-month period, it yielded her a cost savings of $36,000. And so that is one out of the many examples that we have and can offer about why it's important to make that connection. She did not know about the patient assistance program. She wasn't in tune with those other resources that are available out there. And so it's critical to conduct an annual review, even if someone says that they're happy with the plan that they have, just to make an assessment during the year, because again, cost change, coverage change, And sometimes doctors jump out of a plans network. And so we want people to be aware of what those potential changes could be coming down the pike for the January 1, 2021 at this point uh, change. This is really good example, Michelle. In fact, I was going to kind of have John follow up. Are there any other coverage options sort of generically that that can occur, uh, which people you know, that beneficiaries should really consider um, when they are choosing these, you know, the the best coverage options during open enrollment? Are there other kinds of examples besides what Michelle said, John? 
Yeah, I mean, the first advice that we is every year use the open enrollment period. And that's, that's kind of our, you know, main mantra. A lot of folks come to us and say, well, why would I want to do that? I'm perfectly happy. Well, as Michelle mentioned, you know, your insurance company is going to send you a book every year. It's called an old notice of change. And it, it's, I, you know, it reads super dry. And, it's, you know, in that book, there may be some kind of description of what you know your needs are in terms of maybe the drug you're using people don't really read because they don't really read very easily so the best thing to do is use the open enrollment period it, it, again it take 15 minutes of your time half hour to roll through either call us or use medicare.gov but some of the things that people look for um you know the the, the what we see the most is you know, my doctor had me started two new drugs this year we're not covered by the plan. So now you want to start looking, you know, for 2021, now is the time to start looking for plans that would cover that drug. Um, maybe your copay is going up. Um, maybe you're not happy for other customer service reasons with your plans, all these things. But you know, again, you, even if you're, you, you don't you know, you're happy with your plan, use the open period, you know, double up to, to make sure that it's good for you and that this plan's good for you going forward. Because it's uh, once 2021 starts, you can't go back till next year. So use this period. Okay. So, Michelle, how can beneficiaries determine whether their existing Part C or D plan will meet their needs in, in, in the coming year? These, I think, are probably a little bit more uh, maybe confusing is the word. Uh, what would you tell us? Yes, uh, the Medicare Plan Finder is the Medicare search tool on Medicare.gov um, that we use and some of the beneficiaries that we counsel take the lead to use to evaluate their health coverage. They can go to the website, enter in the drugs, dosages, frequencies, etc. Choose a pharmacy to search. This year, we're able to choose up to five pharmacies in the Medicare Plan Finder, which is new, to be able to search uh, drugs and pharmacies that cover the drugs that are on a person's formulary. And when we, when our team assists Medicare beneficiaries remotely this time around by phone and also through telehealth, we help individuals review their coverage to help them determine which plans would yield the highest cost savings while also covering their prescription drugs. Sometimes their drugs uh, that they're prescribed are not covered, right? We talked about the Part D plans earlier. And when that's the case, it's time to look at alternative resources that are in the community to consider to help people lower their prescription drug costs. But I would like to offer that during the 2020 open enrollment period through Part D and also patient assistance programs. Our team, the Arlington County's VICAP program was able to save beneficiaries about $196,000 because of the resources that we connected them to as it related to extra help and new Part D plans and prescription drug coverage. So at the end of the day, it's really critical for people to be able to choose coverage carefully so that they can reduce their out-of-pocket costs. If they have any questions, we invite them to give us a call to help navigate and walk them through the plan finder. And they can do that by calling the 703-228-1725 number. 
You two are both bringing up the really important aspects about the costs associated with Medicare. So I'm going to start with you, John. First of all, just define for us what are the costs associated with Medicare. And then after that, Michelle, I'd like to hear from you about the Medicare savings programs, because I think it's so important for people to have this coverage, but there might be issues. So let's start with you, John, about the costs associated, and then we'll go to Michelle about the savings programs. Yeah, so right, you know, most things have costs associated, right? So the the way it works, I mean, Medicare is a social security benefit. It's all under the, the control of social security. So throughout your work life, you've probably paid along the way. Again, that, you know, subtraction out of your, your paycheck. So if, if you'd work, if you have worked three quarters or greater, for some reason, Social Security thinks of things in quarters, which is 10 years. If you've paid FICA, you know, for 10 years or greater, your Medicare Part A is premium free, right? No, no cost to you. Um, if you are short of that, do see that in our program where people are like 37, 38, 39 quarters, and they realize that there are costs associated with it. I mean, Medicare Part A, I'm using my little cheat here, could be as much as um, up to like, like you know, 458 a month. So significant. Um, for Part B, your Part B costs, uh, those are actually what they call income-based, uh, means-tested, different terms, same thing. Um, so uh, w- lowest B cost is 144.60. Um, then there's sliding scale depending on income, and this is income-based, which is income-related monthly adjustment amounts. Uh, so 144.60 could go all the way up to 41.60. So what Social Security does, they look at your income from two years ago when you're filing Medicare, and then use that as their you know, guide to how much to charge. Now, I will tell you a lot of folks say, well, that's not fair because my income is different now because I'm not working or some, you know, I'm retired. And there is a process through, you could appeal that through Social Security. It's all done through Social Security. A lot of people do it. A lot of people are very successful. This are saying there's a life-changing event. You know, I, my 2018 income does not represent my current income. So if you think you fall in that category, take full advantage of it. Um, but yeah, th- those are the costs. And so that might be a little bit uh, scary for folks. So help us on this, Michelle. What are Medicare savings programs and is there financial assistance available and who's eligible and what do, what do people need to know? Uh, thank you for the question, Cheryl. So the Medicare savings programs help people pay for Part A and Part B premiums. To qualify, an individual must meet the certain income and asset thresholds to be able to qualify for that service. And There is another program called Extra Help or the Low Income Subsidy. John talked about Social Security Administration or SSA. That is the gateway for Extra Help or the Low Income Subsidy. That benefit specifically helps people pay for some to most of their out-of-pocket Medicare prescription drug coverage. So if someone is enrolled in Medicaid, SSI, or a Medicare savings program, they would automatically qualify for extra help. Extra help pays for the Part D as in drug premium. It lowers their prescription drug costs. It eliminates the Part D for drug 
late enrollment penalty and it provides a special enrollment period once per calendar quarter to enroll in a Part D plan or switch plans. Extra help is not a replacement for Part D coverage. It's something that an individual must have in tandem with. So they have to have Part D and also uh, extra help to receive that type of support to reduce their prescription drug coverage costs. And would they talk with you as a VICAP uh, counselor about how to get this, you and John? Absolutely, absolutely. This is something that we specialize in and something that we are more than happy to provide support with. Our team has helped walk people through and complete the extra help applications that are on the Social Security website and people can contact our office for more information at 703-228-1725. And and John, if a person qualifies for a low-income assistance program that Michelle was just describing, are, are all the same deadlines and late fees applicable to them? How does that work? Yeah. So if you do qualify for the, the LIS, they call it loan subsidy or extra help, interchangeable term, um, you, as Michelle mentioned, your deadlines are a little different. You, you're not really held to open enrollment. You know, you have really three, three once per quarter time to change throughout the year your plan. And then of open enrollment, so the last one would be the fourth quarter. Um, you're, you're not really held to that. You, you, you're, you know, you're, you, it's a nice advantage for this program because you, your needs may change. Um, if you do have, you know, late fees, all kind of other penalties you may have associated with Medicare, uh, those are usually waived. So you, you don't really have that burden and you're expected to start. Um, you know, again, I, what Michelle mentioned is, you know, these, these great Medicare savings programs. I would tell your listeners that the best advice for throwing a lot of numbers around a lot of income levels, you know, don't, don't be your own eligibility, you know, worker, you know, let, let us do that. But if you think you're qualified, you think you hear something that you may qualify for your friend or your neighbor, you know, call us. We, we do the around numbers on our head and we do take applications. We love to do them. That's part of the funding of the program is to make sure people, ha- you know, gain access to, to healthcare. So if you think you're close, if there's something you like, give us a call. Well, and the other aspect that, Michelle, I'd like to hear from you about is what, and, and we hear about this, uh, an appeal about a bill or a service, uh, is VICAP available to help beneficiaries talk about that uh, as well? Absolutely. So if a beneficiary disagrees with coverage or payment decision made by Medicare, they are welcome to work with us. We'd be happy to work with them to file an appeal. We encourage beneficiaries all the time, especially when we have our monthly classes, to look at their Medicare summary notices. Also, the acronym is MSN. So they should look at their Medicare summary notices that come every three months, and it shows all of the items and services that providers and suppliers have billed to Medicare within that three-month period. It also tells them how much Medicare has paid, how much the beneficiary may owe, and then that will give them a barometer of what may be accurate and what they should assess or question. 
um, if anything is in question on their MSN. So if the beneficiary disagrees with the decision that they see, then he or she should work with us or they can file an appeal within, I think it's 121 days of the date that the Medicare summary notice has been received by the beneficiary. If they need some guidance on how to do that, they can of course give us a call um, or there on the, on the back of the MSN, there's also information and instructions on how to submit a written request to file an appeal. Um, and so they can follow that information. They should keep a copy of everything that they send to Medicare um, as part of their appeal. And then generally speaking, an individual should receive a decision within 60 days once they file that appeal. Okay, John, I also wanted to find out about citizenship, uh, citizenship status uh, and how that relates to Medicare. Um, we have many, many different uh, circumstances in our country, and how does that relate to Medicare? Can, can immigrants qualify for Medicare? Uh, talk about the qualifications. Yeah, so, uh, so and, you know, Medicare being part of Social Security, um, you know, if you are obviously a, a citizen, you would be able to participate. If you are a naturalized or, or green card holder, you're also eligible to participate. Um, that's usually, you know, not where people get hung up, where it does get sticky, and, we, and Michelle and I see this with clients, is they might have come to this country and got green card status, you know, at, at age 60, let's say. Um, and may or may not have worked that 10 years I talked about or the 40 quarters. And then, you know, they're age 65 come along and they're like, well, I want this great program called Medicare. Well, yes, you are eligible to participate. It's the cost. It's the cost that could do. So that part A component I talked about earlier, that 450 or so, you may get hit with that. You, you, you know, you may have higher costs. Now, if you are Medicaid, which is state based for, you know, Virginia Medicaid eligible, you, a lot of those, the state make up those costs, but um, a lot of people, you know, don't know that. They, we see a lot of folks that maybe uh, bring their parents over from their other country and they go through the process and get green card. And then they come to find out, well, Medicare eligibility, they have all these costs. So um, just important to know um, and, and keep that in mind. Okay, and John, uh, as long as you're talking, and as I said, we're getting close to the end, but I had two more questions, one for you and one for Michelle. Explain briefly what the Senior Medicare Patrol is, because we hear about scams in a lot of things. Uh, what should Medicare beneficiaries know about in connection with scams and frauds? Yeah, it's a, it's a, you're seeing that a lot more. Uh, always an important uh, topic. Uh, but I will tell you, Michelle and I and, and the other folks in our program uh, saw an, are seeing an increase in these because of COVID and the confusion and people getting you know offers and whatnot. Um, there is you know there is a group called as you mentioned Senior Medicare Patrol or SP um, that is Virginia State based. Um, that their job basically they work with the general's office and their job is to sort of track these. So, you know, the work, and I'll, I'll, I'll give you their, their intake number. It's 800-938-8885. So the way it works is that, if, or you can call our program, 
But if you think you get something in the mail or a phone call or something that looks suspicious, um, you can you call it in. And their job is to basically keep track of these and they look for trends. If they see, well, there's 10 cases in Arlington about this one company that's saying, selling this, you know, promising this one service, they may wrap that up in other components and they may make a referral to the attorney general's office for doing it. Um, so it, it is important. It is frustrating getting these phone calls and emails, but it, you know, if you really want to uh, help, you could, you could report it into that number 800-938-8885 and let the SMP end with that. Okay, and one final question then, Michelle, you've, I understand you can volunteer with VICAP. If people want to do that, uh, what should they do? And then give us that number one more time. Absolutely. Yes, thank you, Cheryl. Um, so we're looking for volunteers who are not licensed insurance brokers. Um, they should have good written and oral communication skills, be over the age of 18 um, be comfortable working with vulnerable populations and also diverse people groups. So this is diverse in race, diverse in gender, religion, sexual orientation, and things of that nature. Volunteers should have flexibility during regular business hours, which are 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. We do provide assistance from a distance, and so if they volunteer, they would be working remotely or volunteering remotely, just like we are. Um, we would love to engage in, in, with individuals who are bilingual. Uh, bilingual volunteers are encouraged to inquire within, and everyone, of course, who would like to volunteer with our program can call 703-228-1725. We've also partnered with Volunteer Arlington and posted volunteer opportunities on their website. So there's a job announcement or volunteer posting for an outreach assistant, a certified Medicare counselor, a digital marketer, and also an administrative assistant. Just wanted to reiterate that the counselors are required to take a state exam. Uh, and so they have to pass with 80% or higher to become a certified Medicare counselor. But while they're studying to pass the exam, they do shadow and have shadowing opportunities with seasoned volunteers. If anyone again is interested in volunteering with Arlington County's FICAP program, they should call 703-228-1725 and we'd be happy to speak with them. Okay. I just want to thank VICAP coordinator Michelle Thomas and Medicare counselor John Glowacki for joining me today. If you want to listen to past radio programs and watch Aging Matters TV episodes, best way to do that is to log on to the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Aging Matters WERA. There you can find the internet addresses to access both the radio shows and the TV episodes. And also... Aging Matters Radio is now available as a podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. So please invite your friends and family to listen to these programs and ask them to rate and review the program at these sites. We appreciate your feedback. I want to thank Robert Winship for handling the technical aspects of today's program. And as always, thank you for listening to Aging Matters. And remember, age is just a number, not a label. I'll be back again with you next week.
Aging Matters is sponsored in part by the Aging Life Care Association, an organization of aging life care professionals. Aging life care professionals offer guidance, advocacy, and support for older adults and their families in order to maximize quality of life. An aging life care professional can be there for your loved one when you can't be. More information about the Aging Life Care Association is available at www.midatlanticalca.org. Thank you.